This is episode 12 of Small Business Rising. My name is Anna and today we are going to talk about football and more specifically street football. I know, that's not what you would expect to hear on Small Business Rising, but let yourself be surprised when Maxine and Bauti will tell us how they turned their passion for sport into business and into community. You know, I have to say that um, each time I read this intro, I want to slap myself in the face for inventing this intros. It's like we have another radio show where we don't have this shit and I don't have to practice this. And this time it's like every time I read it, I make a mistake and I have to start all over again. And then our guests... Maxim and Bauti today are losing confidence if I'm actually a good radio host. Oh, this is really... It, it sounds lovely. Thank yeah, you. Really, it sounds really good. Really Thank you. Hi, guys. Talented. Hello. I, I did two takes, so it <laughs> wasn't that bad today. How are you today, guys? Uh, amazing. Uh, thank you, Anna. Thank you for asking. Thank you for hosting us once You're again. You're very it's welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, this uh, is the second time. Again, because probably he was wanted to say, you know, he thanked me again. Ah, because thank you again. Yeah, okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we actually Sorry, talk, uh, you know, I actually <coughs> talk with our guests before they are live yeah, on air. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like I'm constantly out of focus. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can tell that. I can tell that. But guys, I am actually very excited today because I have revealed to you that I have zero clue what street football is. I was telling you that street things are for me like, you know, some uh, rap gangsta guys somewhere, <laughs> I don't know, spraying graffiti. I understand it's a, just a different form of football that probably, I'm guessing, is more relaxed, less rigid, has less kind of rules. Maybe you can do it in mm -hmm. many other places than just on the official stadium. Am I getting this right? Yeah, yeah I think I think you're very yes? close. Okay, I'm, I'm close. That's, yeah. that's a point for me. But besides that, I know not that much. Mm. So I think that we will start with a small presentation of who the hell are you? I know a little bit about you. I got your bios, which I have ignored because I didn't have time. Yes, I am. Uh, okay, for the <laughs> listeners, you can <laughs> hear my voice. Yes, you can hear my voice. I am fighting with uh, some kind <coughs> of evilness on my vocal cords. I would also like to say this is not Corona. This is vocal cords. So I was really trying to rest to be ready for this show. So I didn't read your bio, guys. So you will actually <laughs> have to surprise me and tell All me right. a little bit about yourself. So I actually prepared one crash question first before you will talk about yourself that I want to really ask because I never did that in the past. So, Bauti mm -hmm. and Maxim. Max. I would like Max, you yes. prefer Max? Yes, please. Because it's just Max power, yeah. Mac Maxim power is yeah, like yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, not good. Sound, yeah. Okay, so we know now first thing, not Maxim, but Max. Yes, Dave, you want to say something? No, I was actually <laughs> smiling. Okay. <laughs> I saw that to the Max is great, yeah. To the Max, yeah, yes. To the Max. So Max, Bauti, I have yes. a, a task for you. Hmm. Can you explain the other one in three adjectives that you believe represent the other one the best? How do you start? Because you are sitting next to me and I feel right, that right. you, are, you are a good victim for the first <laughs> question. Yeah, bring us some Argentinian poetry. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll uh, yeah, I'll owe you one. Um but I would describe Maxi as uh one hell of optimistic guy. Okay. Stubborn in a good way. Mm-hmm. And uh trustworthy. Trustworthy. Trustworthy, yes. Optimistic, stubborn in a good way, so we can uh, call persistent. Persistent, yeah. And Thank trustworthy. You Are you single? Okay. No. Oh, <laughs> seven years. Dave, you have a girlfriend. I literally sit in front I'm of sorry. you. I'm sorry. Okay. But we can talk later. That sounds pretty Brilliant. good. But now Max can return the favor. So Max, yeah. tell us, tell us about your three right. adjectives about Bautin. Yeah, uh, actually, we're pretty uh, good in communication with Bauti, and uh, we're different people, uh, and that's why maybe we click so so good. So mm-hmm. I would describe Bauti as a very chill person. A uh, person who is just going with the flow and, uh, yeah, as a um, generally funny guy, you know. So okay. Funny, chill and going with the flow. You know that this kind of comes out quite different when you described yourself that you are actually, you see yourself as two different personality types. Is that correct? Am I getting this right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are. You, you see Although yourself the, like no. I see myself. When, when you talk about Max, you say that he's uh, persistent mm-hmm. and... Optimistic, okay, that can be the same as fun mm. in your case, mm. right? And what was the third one? Stubborn. Stubborn, oh, no, we trust, changed the stubborn. Trustworthy. trustworthy. Mm. And uh, Max focused on your chill, easygoing, flowy personality and also fun. So I can see some first elements that I could pin potentially pin, pin as you being a good team because maybe you complement each other. Am I getting this right? Uh, I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay, but now reveal what do you think about uh, Max's uh, description? Is it correct? Would you name the yourself? I, the one I just said? The one that you just heard. You heard of yourself. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I do see do see this uh, nice connection that we have and this, you know, parts of one being optimistic and going uh, for their dreams, mm-hmm. like really just rushing and running no matter what mm-hmm. towards uh, that goal. Uh, so, yeah, and he does it always from this uh, posit- positive side, uh, you know. Um, yeah, it, he's just optimistic, happy, uh, wanting to do it and and transmitting this, this energy. So mm-hmm. I think that's... Do you agree with him when he um, described you chill and easygoing and fun or would you choose something yeah. else for yourself? Yeah. No, no. I, I go with the flow, so I, I let him. You let him play yes. the rules now. Okay, so <laughs> it's it's Bauti approved, Max. That's yeah. good. So Max, tell me, did uh, did Bauti got your essence? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, even though that we don't know uh, each other that long, but yeah. uh, we know each other well, and I think Bauti was also pretty accurate with uh, his uh, choose of uh, my description. Uh, yeah, I can uh, ref- definitely refer myself to these uh, three characteristics. Okay. Yeah. So far, so good. So if this would be a dating show, you would probably pass to the next oh next yeah. stage, If this right? would be Tinder, we would match. <laughs> yes, yes, you would match. Swap okay. right, darling, swap but right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I uh, have got my info correctly, there is yeah. a third guy with you in Siamo Street exactly. who is not here today. And that's not because, you know, uh, he was not allowed, but there are some limitations. 
Who is he? And please tell us just a little bit about him because I think he deserves it, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, that's a big shout out to Lucas, mm -hmm. uh, as, as we call him Luki. Uh, that's a third member who creates um, who f uh, and our uh, core team. So yeah. three of us are uh, representing uh, uh, the community, the project called Siamo Street. And um, yeah, uh, Luki is uh, also a genuinely a nice guy. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't be here today. Uh, but I think we can manage without him. Yeah, <laughs> we will manage. So uh, really, really warm greetings to Loki. I think the young people are doing this shout out. I'm a bit older than you. Actually, uh, teenagers on the show, you know, they they actually taught me that. I knew the hashtag. I didn't know the shout out. I was like, okay, shout out Loki. And uh, I almost said Loki. Is he Loki. like Loki, you know, from Avengers? Loki. He uh. Loki, you know, Loki. Yeah, the god. The god, the yeah, god, the, the brother of Thor, the god yeah. of mischief. Yeah. Is he a mischievous person? Is he a little bit magic, tricky, evil, mm. or not? Not no. no. Okay, then no. we will stick with no, uh, Loki, not Loki. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, guys, I assume uh, from especially from Max's uh, accent, which is quite similar to mine, that you are not from here and Bauti you also I have researched or asked you you are not necessarily living in Denmark for your entire life mm. so guys tell me how did you end up here where are you from and how did you arrive to Denmark and uh, you know you are such a great team agree between yourself who start paper rock scissors <laughs> 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 you go you go okay um, all right so once again hello everyone uh, my name is Max, and um, I was born in Latvia and raised in a Russian-speaking family. Uh, so I can technically refer myself as a um, Russian person with a Latvian passport. So it's sort of a mix between two cultures, European and mm -hmm. Russian. So which kind of uh, I, I like the mixture in general. So um, yeah, I I moved here in 2014 to study. Uh, innovation and entrepreneurship program. Uh, mm. Oh, sorry, no, that was not mm. uh, not not that yet. But uh, it was environmental management. I'm sorry. That's actually something that we also have in common with Bauti, but he will uh, say it later. Okay. Um, yeah, and um, living here for for seven years, um, living a happy life, doing something I love, uh, living with uh, uh, my beloved person, uh, having amazing friends, and uh, just generally appreciating life. Okay. He's happy. rolling. <laughs> yes, happy, yeah. happy, go lucky guy. Okay, so you chose Denmark uh, for your <coughs> studies. Why Denmark? Uh, yeah, actually, Denmark was uh, not on my list uh, of countries I was supposed to go to. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be England, and then uh, changing to Denmark was a last-minute decision, uh, just because, uh, like, why not? Uh, and knowing that uh, the education here is for free, and uh, so many uh, cool stories that I heard about this country made me just curious, and then uh, I decided uh, to take completely... Uh, uh, turn around uh, from the place where I already knew I'm going to have an apartment and a job and a safe place to stay because I had some friends in England and um, to changing to Denmark where it was completely new for me. No one uh, from my friends was here and nobody uh, I knew was um, was living here before but I just heard uh, some fantastic great stories and uh, yeah, here I am and uh, that was, I guess that was my best decision I took so far so so yeah, I really adore this country, adore the uh, opportunities it gives and uh, yeah, I see my future uh, and future of my family here as well. So. 
Okay, well, it definitely is now at this current moment better to be in Denmark than in in UK. Yeah. Uh, that I have to say. So I think the decision was good. And you mentioned two different studies. So you were yeah. changing something in between. Yeah, exactly. So the first was uh, environmental management. That's uh, the original uh, studies I came here to study for. Mm-hmm. And um, that was uh, quite uh, uh, a process of searching for myself. I mean, I was always uh, dedicated to sort of helping the nature or just being uh, myself on uh, nature. Uh, and mm-hmm. I always enjoyed it. And uh, my kind of maybe uh, youth uh, maximalism uh, made me uh, pursue sort of uh, a, a big dream of saving the world and uh, things <laughs> like this. Uh, and then I decided to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck the world. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the world. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's still still there, but uh, it's more sort of um, a voluntary um, activities that I would yeah. like to do in terms of uh, having the uh, the work of my life, something that would uh, bring the bread on the table. Uh, I decided that it's not something I would like to earn my uh, bread for. So, and that's why I changed to innovation entrepreneurship, which was the, my second best decision. <laughs> Your second best decision. Okay, I wonder where your girlfriend is on the <laughs> decision list. Uh, uh, it's uh, unrelatable. So it's like uh, yes, uh, it she's, doesn't go. she's yeah. like uh, she's flying yes. way yes. above the exactly. list. So exactly. yeah, we just have to be you know yes. on the safe side because she will listen and she'll <laughs> like. Okay, so where is where is your deepest decision? No, you know, that, I, that was not decision. That was destiny. Ah, uh, very nice. Very boom. Nice <laughs> that is why we don't have a sound effect like this. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> boom. Yes, it should be boom. Okay, about it. So how about you? You are actually an interesting uh, person because you are half Argentinian and half Danish, yeah. right? Am I correct? So you contain well, every in single your time I say that, yeah. uh, these two guys um, <laughs> laugh at me in my face because, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it goes a bit uh, further from half. I'm I was born and raised in Argentina. Yes, um, and from my family, uh, the my mother's side is the one that has Danish roots. Mm-hmm. The, and actually, the character of my family that was born here was my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother. Okay. So you see, it goes further uh, from half and half. Uh, but yeah, as I also say, um, we also keep... My grandfather did uh, his yeah, a lot of effort to uh, build a Danish community and Danish... Uh, organizations in Argentina and uh, these kind of uh, traditions and uh, love for you know uh, the ex home home country that was Denmark was uh, deeply um, established and had had a place in our family so in every um, reunion or birthday celebration and yeah family uh, occasions we would have like these danish uh, songs yeah, well, apple skew yeah. and pussy sauce. Well, we we used to eat more like asado, not yeah. not so much, but um, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, we kept these roots. And then when I was uh, nineteen, actually on my nineteenth birthday, I took the plane to Denmark on my own. My family stayed in Argentina, and the reason why I did that, oh, it's a long one, but um. I wanted to um, back in that time uh, dedicate and put a little bit, you know, cheap uh, for 
living out of uh, football. Okay. Um, and yeah, uh, back at that time, coming to Denmark seemed beneficial uh, in lots of ways. I could uh, actually come and see what Denmark was. Mm -hmm. that I always heard and we had the flags and everything but you know I never came to Denmark before coming here uh, to Europe actually before coming here uh, so it was these two parts I could come and try out football which I knew that the the level was lower than in Argentina at least in competition as well well, it, yeah, say. sorry, Danish <laughs> people, but, but in terms on, of competition, it's yeah, much easier. That's let's be definitely realistic, right? the South American flair. They can't beat it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so actually, that's funny. Uh, once I arrived to Denmark, I never tried. I never went to a football club. I did train myself for half a year, but then I started traveling, and my yeah, my life took another path, you know. Mm -hmm. But that was actually the first um, reason why I came here, and then. Yeah, to meet the country, see what it was, uh, open new new gates, uh, come back to yeah my roots and get uh, okay. my my citizenship active. You know, so that that's is why I came actually here. one bizarre story because it's like <laughs> I can imagine how it is being to you know you are raised in Argentina, mm. Buenos which Aires is actually, yeah. is, Buenos is Aires. it Buenos Aires? Yeah. It's a you, huge you metropolis, man. You live yeah. in a country, you know, with this culture that is so different than Nordic culture, and someone Oof. is just since you know since you are a kid putting those flag in in front of you, those Danish dishes, some kind of songs in a language that I swear to God, Satan invented himself. <laughs> Danish <laughs> language is a is a language that is such a difficult language to understand and master. And then it had to be for you so surreal. I can actually fully understand why I wanted to see if this country really exists, you know? <laughs> it's like to, <laughs> to really to really see, you know, if you are raised so deeply in a culture yeah. that that you you basically you feel this culture so much, but you never been there. So I guess I felt the presence a lot. Yeah. It was everywhere. It's not like, you know, I had the the habits of a Dane yeah. or nothing like it, but yeah. it was always there. It was yeah. in some part of our reunions and yeah. like my mother, instead of saying plata or dinero in, in Spanish, uh, that's uh, money, yeah. she would say penge. You know? Okay. And when she would swear, she would swear so that we don't understand or we don't know what the fuck she's For saying him, and she would, yeah exactly uh, hold the kept or something like that oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was always there okay it's interesting because uh, you know there is some german roots for my father's side yeah and i remember oh. my great-grandmother was born in a in a boat going to to chile and they they did spoke german between them but never never travel for the rest of the generations, nobody else cared. Yeah. It was like, oh, these guys are crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, but in your case, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit different. So that that's one reason which I think it's super valid because if I were you, I would also like to know if this is the real country or not because, you know, maybe my family is just messing with me since I was a kid. The second thing is um, you wanted to actually try professional football. So yeah. we are actually coming back to a little bit with small step to the whole football concept. Yeah. So you had an idea to become a professional footballer? I mean... To make a living out of football. Okay, that was your idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, Why when not? you're a kid, you, you dream of reaching uh, uh, higher leagues and whatever, but I was 
17, 18, and that was the first time where I actually said, okay, I'm going to go for this. Mm-hmm. So I was quite realistic and, you know, I wouldn't uh, go far, but it was, uh, the goal was to, to make a living out of it Okay. in, in any kind of, uh, yeah, level or stage. Okay, it, it's quite funny when you say I wouldn't go far yet. You went from Argentina to Denmark, <laughs> but I got that you meant it in, in a in, in a figurative way. Well. Okay, Max, back to you. Do yeah. you actually have any football roots then? Because uh, there has to be a connection here. Yeah, exactly. There, that's the the hundred percent click that we had. I think that's uh, all our um, team members, like all our team, is uh, super passionate about football. That's including uh, Lucky. Yeah, including Luki. Yeah. The imaginary yeah. friend, yeah. Yes, <laughs> the imaginary he friend, he the ghost. He yeah. exists, I saw him <laughs> on a picture. Not, I'm not entirely <laughs> 100% <laughs> convinced, no. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so tell us about your your football journey. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, similar as Bauti's. Uh, it's all started with a dream of, uh, of a young kid of becoming a, a professional football player. You know, yeah. uh, I think uh, all the kids are referring to, to football in, at, at first as a... You can only make living by playing uh, football, like by becoming a big superstar. And that's sort of the vision I always had in my mind also, that uh, only the, the guys who, can, like, who are the most talented, who are the most passionate and hardworking can reach the, the top, uh, top heights. So, yeah, I also had this dream. I'm still having uh, a dream, the foot, big football dream, which uh, got transformed into something else, which we'll talk a bit later. Yeah, but I also was uh, always uh, playing football since I remember myself. That was a place where I could uh, run away from all my problems, uh, from all the uh, pain, uh, whatever, you know. Everything that was, um, ev- every negativity that was happening uh, was uh, just disappearing in, on the football pitch. So, and I played tons of uh, street football uh, in my uh, teenage years, sometimes skipping school to, uh, to play some extra hours with, uh, with other street kids. Booha. Booha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I really can um, see myself and Bauti and uh, Luki uh, loving and uh, being passionate about the same thing. And something that we right now are trying to uh, pursue our, our big football dream. We're trying to pursue it with uh, Siam Street. And, sh- and share it. And share and it. Share it. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. So, guys, because just. Because sharing just is caring. Yeah, man. Yes, it is. Yes. yes. That's from France, isn't it? I don't know where it Yes, it is from France. It's have, from Joey. I have a, a new update to that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> <laughs> These days, sharing is caring. It's ca- oh. Caring. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's a mean one. That's a that's a that's a that's South a American a sense of humor, man. Yes, it is, and this this show is R rated, so uh, it, it you can curse, you can you can say anything. Oh yes, you you use your you use your F limit, you use your fuck limit now. But, uh, let's okay, u- let's use our minutes for football, yes. not for yes. 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 yes, yeah. But you know, it's like uh, you still have like eight yeah. eight fucks in in your uh, per person. Eight fucks to give. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So guys, uh, just just to make it clear, so you are not at this moment thinking about becoming professional footballers yourself, you actually are putting your entire energy into creating Siamo Street, right? Exactly. So that's okay. So that we have already covered. And I think I had some other questions here, but I will ask you now a question that I wanted to ask you. And I'm really curious, especially uh, no, actually, both of you will be will, will, the the answers from yeah. both of you will be curious. What is the number one thing that you miss 
from your old countries that you cannot find here. It can be a thing, a feeling, a behavior, a part of a culture. What, what do you miss the most? Do you miss something from your old countries mm. that you cannot find in Denmark? Yes. Language. Language? <laughs> no, no, but I can find it. Uh, actually, every single time I think about this, the one thing that comes that I cannot replace is the landscape and weather yeah. of Argentina. True, true. And De I think this Definitely that one. Because nowadays we are so many Argentinians in, in Denmark that mm -hmm. it's hard to mention something apart from maybe food, but in the end, if you pay expensive, you can get it. I miss that from Argentina, especially the weather and just taking a car ride of maybe, I don't know, from one hour to 18 hours and you'll yeah. be in a completely different place. You know, it's like, a, but still in your own country. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the crazy thing. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like you travel here from Denmark to maybe southern Italy and... Uh, when you do it in South America, maybe you're still in Argentina. And that's the, uh, the, the that's really the surprising and nice thing. Okay. What about you, Max? Uh, I would say, like, since our Latvia and Denmark are not so diverse, it's mm -hmm. sort of referred to kind of Nordic countries even. Yeah. Um, so I can't really say that I miss uh, something specific apart from uh, my family and from my friends that I quite uh, talk quite regularly on the phone. Um, maybe some, some food. Uh, especially make maybe a bread products and milk products, uh, but I uh, can't really think of anything else. I mean, maybe nature as well, but it's also a beautiful nature up here. Uh, if you look for it, if you look for it, if you look for it, yeah. Uh, I wanted to. I was very curious because at the beginning I was curious about Max answer first. Don't take it personally, um, but after I heard your crazy story with you actually living in your head, kind of in Denmark, but being in Argentina, then I was curious also about your answer. It's because many, many people who are coming here from other countries, they do get some sort of a homesickness very fast or they, mm. uh, there is also a lot of complainers. Let's, um, let's face it, people are complaining that they cannot find friends that this culture is very closed it's so different of course weather is i think one of the number one uh, things to complain about and i found it quite striking that you mentioned the weather the landscape and maybe the food and the family but you haven't mentioned you know like uh, this feeling of uh, having or building a community or having more open culture mm. and i thought about it and i thought maybe it's because you are actually building a community Mm -hmm. So that's why you don't miss it, because many people are complaining here. I cannot find friends. I feel so alone. Danes mm -hmm. are closed. I cannot, um, you know, get into this culture. I feel so lonely and I feel so depressed. None of you mentioned that. And now I think that maybe Siamo Street was the answer. So am I, I, am I getting this right? Actually, that's that's something that we are trying to solve. This stage where you arrive, you're completely new. You don't know anybody. You don't have your your ways, or yeah, it's it's hard to find this community or or group of people that you can identify with. So actually, yeah, that's that's a solution. Siamo Street comes to to fill that gap of feeling empty and not able to connect with people or at least it, it tries to make it makes it easier you know
Okay, Max, do you see it the same way? Um, yeah, I definitely see it the same way. Just maybe I would uh, add something uh, or just add some other words. I mean, we're uh, building this community uh, for everyone. Also, the beauty of a street football is that um, pretty much everyone uh, can play it. You don't need to be a certain level. You just need to be um, at least a little bit interested in football and socializing. And then you are uh, you will be treated well. Like if it's refer- if we're referring to street, it's always for me. It's always uh, also equal. Uh, respect and that's something we are uh, trying to to bind to our community to our society to so that people need to respect each other and show sportsmanship and uh, be nice to each other you know and have fun and socialize so that's what we're actually uh, building the community where everyone feels themselves welcome uh, not judged um, yeah and uh, knowing that every time you come there you will have a good time okay that is cool. really really good answer almost like you are pitching something but (laughs) i i think i got the essence right yes dave i like the fact that he said that if you're not that good you're always welcome because there is always a space for a goalkeeper (laughs) 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 cruel joke cruel 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 joke (laughs) but but I think we will now uh, treat ourselves with a lovely song, a little bit of a break. Guys, we close the first part of this interview. We will be back after Mamba and... Cumbia uh, Universal. Cumbia Universal. Cumbia and Universal, yeah. then I will actually ask you or rather interrogate you about what street football really is. What's the difference between street and the normal football? Are girls also invited? And I think I will ask you about from the where the idea came from. So uh, for listeners, please enjoy the song and we will be back shortly. Cumbia para gozar, cumbia para alegrar, 
cumbia que la guerra ya te hace olvidar Cumbia chichombiana, cumbia mexicana Cumbia que une las naciones como hermanas Hay muchos que me juzgan por el color de la piel Hay muchos que no aceptan el hecho que soy mujer Algunos hasta les cuesta el poder entender Que yo soy lo que soy porque yo decidí quién ser Soy clandestino, yo elegí mi camino No acepté que la historia dictara mi destino Que he luchado toda una vida para al final entender Que yo existo, yo vivo por el amor a ser fiel a mi arte que me mantiene conectada que me ha dado la dicha de poder usar mi palabra el lujo más grande de expresar mi opinión en un mundo donde muere por defender su valor a mi familia que no es la sangre que la determina gracias yo doy por amarme hasta la cima yo soy humana yo en la tierra nací la misma tierra que un día me verá Naciones como hermanas, cumbia universal, ritmo para bailar, viaja por el mundo uniendo la humanidad, cumbia sin fronteras, cumbia sin banderas, canto de mi alma para aliviar las penas, cumbia para gozar, cumbia para alegrar, cumbia que la guerra ya te hace olvidar, cumbia chichombiana, cumbia mexicana, cumbia que une las naciones como hermanas. That was Mamba and the... Oh my God, Don Chi... Don... Dano Chilango. Dano Chilango, because we cannot forget about Dano Chilango, yeah. as we cannot forget about Lucky, who is not here. <laughs> so Mamba and Dano Chilango with Cumbia Universal. <coughs> a very, very nice upbeat song that you heard already on our radio. But as you remember, we are supporting independent artists, so we want to play music that you will not hear on the commercial radio, because commercial radio is basically, you know, playing the same crap that is usually paid it by sucks, the... It sucks, man, it sucks. Well, I think you can find nice numbers in a commercial radio from time to time, but let's face it, it's usually the big, uh, you know, uh, how they are called, those Main mafias. Street. Yeah, corporate, cor cor corporate uh, 
uh, corporate media, no? No Universal and all those But stuff. those are not media. How are they called? Record labels. Record labels. labels. Yeah. Jesus, uh-huh. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, so basically record labels sending the same music to the to the big radio station. So it's very hard for independent artists to actually get an airplay. And that's why I'm very happy that we have this time slot when we can present something from from a local artist. And that is actually, they are from Copenhagen. They are living in Copenhagen. Yeah. Mexican Mam, and Colombian. Mamba is uh, Colombian and Dano Chilango is Mexican and they are making music here. So yeah, that was it. And now we are back to street football. That was not a smooth transition at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of like it. I, I kinda, yeah. Yeah. yeah, now you, you have, have to focus again. And okay. of course, the first question I've been dying to ask you is what's the difference between street football and football, because guys, I know football uh, more than I would like to. Never was really interested, but you know, every four years there is something super strange happening, and that is called Mundial. <laughs> uh, and suddenly you cannot escape it. It's just everywhere, you know, on, on your Coca Cola cans, on TV, everywhere there are players. TV is dominated by some games. And I actually have to say, I was watching some games and I was even very much into it, especially when Poland was getting beaten in their ass uh, another and another time. We had some fame and fortune before I was born, so that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I basically kind of get the point of what it is. You know, there are what eleven guys on each side. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, but that's but that's true. So it's yeah, twenty-two it guys exactly. on the field, on right? The yes. Plus the referee and the two guys that are, yeah. <coughs> who and are there. Don't forget about the fans. The, the what? The fans. Yes. Who is that? Fans. Ah, fans. Yes. Ah, yeah. Okay. The twel- they call. They are called the twelfth player. The twelfth player. Okay. So we have the twelfth uh, player defense, but yes. we have eleven guys on one side. One stands in this kind of gate thing. He cannot move. Eleven on the other side. That's twenty-two guys. Then we have the referee and two helpers, which I call the diversion, the diversion team. So do we need that many people on a street football? That would be my first question. Then we have this big field, right? And uh, they have to run in the from left to right, I guess. Guys, you have to be patient with me, right? You know, I told you I'm from a level of an ignorant. But I also understand there are, you know, two halves and all this kind of mm. stuff. And there are rules. What happens when there is no goal? Then they have to do some other crap, especially in Mundial. Any of this applies to the street football? Yeah. Yes. And no. And no. Okay. Let's start with the players. Do we have to have 22 players? No. Okay. So no. explain me how this works. Basically, street football, if you think uh, to compare it with regular, yeah, the one you talk about, uh, you know, world championship. I know that your ears were bleeding when <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> I, I know that very well. No. But you have to take in consideration yeah. that there will be some people, not necessarily only women, listening to this, not having any clue. So, you know, I was mm. trying to represent it as many of us understand it. So, yes. I think street is much more flexible. Okay. You, uh, well, from the start point, you reduce the size of the pitch. Most In most occasions, you... Uh, change the field so in, in regular football you're playing in, in grass in street you're playing in in uh, asphalt or most most yeah most of the times and it doesn't have to be so huge as the no, regular no, no, football no. field no you right? play generally uh, five against five 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, that sounds quite manageable then. You can really collect the team quite fast, I assume. Well, much more, yeah, much faster mm -hmm. yeah, than than okay. 11 guys on a team. That's That's for sure. Then I assume that some rules might be changed as well, right? Because of the the smaller field and smaller uh, number of players, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and I think you have different de degrees. That's why I say it's much more flexible. Because uh, if you look also into like a big association of street football, street football, mm -hmm. there's none that you know establishes one. A kind of um, a rules like FIFA does. FIFA is the big association. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's nothing really established. So uh, it is different from place to place, but it keeps these no, uh, basic rules of you know how you score, how you play. You cannot touch it with the hand. Um, but if you think about street football, it, 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 you think maybe a bit of a wild football. You know, less rules. Mm -hmm. which it does. There's no offside, for example. Uh, some places okay. the ball doesn't go out. Uh, as, I'm uh, as I'm saying, it's much more flexible. Um, so yeah, you play five against five. Uh, we try to keep ourselves uh, as commentators and uh, judges to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Like to, yeah, when you go to a competitive street football, you know, it, it might get uh, a bit... Um, competitive, intense. competitive, intense, intense, and you're playing in yeah. the end uh, on top of asphalt. So you know you you, okay. you want to keep those injuries out of a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the also also the other big difference apart from this structure and rules, I think it's also the spirit of of uh, regular football and street football that mm -hmm. really changes. Um. When I think about um, regular football, you tend to include yourself, uh, you know, thoughts of like sacrificing for it, training a lot, uh, being devoted to uh, your team and uh, to this competition. And you really want to want to win the league and, you know, uh, Messi and these football stars. Uh, when, I th when you go to street football, you have... You do have this because you can provide a competition, but as I say, it's much more flexible and more inviting to people that just want to play and want to socialize and want to have a nice time and you know touch the ball, make some goals. So, in this kind of sense, I think it, that's the big uh, difference. Like big difference, yeah. your approach towards football. Street football can go through a much more sociable and uh, spontaneous uh, time is spent with other people. When mm -hmm. you think about regular, maybe you think about World Cup, uh, leagues and uh, training twice a, twice a week. And, you know, this is what I, what I think is the difference between regular and street football. Okay, first of all, I would like to say I know what offset is. So, guys, I <laughs> yes, haha, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I wanted to cheer them up a little bit after <laughs> I described football, you know, like <laughs> a little bit. Um, That's okay. Not, not very professional. Uh, I think I get especially the, the um, community and the spirit part. Mm. Um, I definitely, because I watched your videos, uh, mm. you have some videos on your Facebook page and you have some pictures. So yeah. that was the first thing that was very striking. 
it didn't look like football. And I think I also wanted to ask about this because um, for anyone who would like to join might be overwhelmed by the standard regulations requirements of, of being in a football team, right? Hmm. And this could be something that is more approachable to everyone, also including people that simply uh, don't play or never tried, right? So that's why I wanted to ask you about this. And uh, Max, do you have anything to add to it? Uh, you mean the difference between street football and uh, the difference, football? or actually, you can comment on uh, Bauti and say, you know, dude, you got it wrong, or yeah. No, I think I, I can agree with uh, everything that Bauti said. You know, is uh, it's it just generally gives more freedom. That's what street football is about mm -hmm. about the freedom and about um, kind of sharing the good moment. Uh, so normal football is more about uh, the the sport, the competitive uh, level, and also the commitment uh, to regular football is much uh, higher. On Like if you go to the club, you need to make sure that you attend trainings uh, twice a week uh, on a certain time and uh, you play a match. So you kind of have it all fixed. Uh, whether the street football is uh, very flexible, so you don't need to commit your time to, uh, to street football. You can just check whenever is our event and whenever you can uh, come on it or uh, come to this event <laughs> yeah but uh, okay. can i can i ask can yeah. i interrupt yes okay because I, I probably i probably I probably we have a with with the jean baptiste we have a, a closer a closer I, I can understand him because when i grew up street football was the thing that you did Right, so mm -hmm. I will go out. I will be I don't know, man, nine. We'll go out, meet my friends outside. We will play football in the street for hours, mm. to the point that sometimes one of the parents will come. Sometimes they will join, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Your parents will join and they will play a little bit, you know. As far as you do, there was like, how was that in Latvia? Was well, it part of the culture? Yeah, actually, yeah? Uh, in Latvia, it's uh, quite a big piece of uh, of a street culture in general. Um, they have an also an organization, a big organization, which have been there for for more than ten years. Uh, it's it's called uh, Ghetto Games. Also, shout out to okay. Ghetto Games. Ghetto uh, Games. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and they were um, moving this uh, street culture throughout the years, and I think they made it uh, quite popular, so that uh, many uh, young uh, teenagers or uh, the guys who are a bit older as well. Uh, tend to play a lot of uh, street football. I actually don't know how is it right now after I left uh, in 2014, but uh, before that, when I was there, I could uh, see the presence uh, of street football okay, and street but, spirit. But, but it, it was it was part of, because you could say here in Denmark, that, that doesn't happen. No, no. And that's actually my next question. Thanks, Dave, for mentioning that, because I have listened to your interview on C-Cube podcast. Mm. Shout out. <laughs> I learned that. Shout out to C-Cube podcast. Yeah. And uh, you were talking about the difference in Denmark that in Denmark football is quite organized and mm. actually here football is quite a big thing there are uh, in primary and middle schools there are actually football teams for girls which is for instance not very common in Poland so they do organize kids uh, in those uh, setups that they can go after school in the club that is organized with a teacher with a with a staff you know to to do that but the street football, as as you presented in Denmark, it's, I guess, a new idea then. 
Mm, not, not, uh, not really. Because not really. Uh, yeah. Okay. The thing is that uh, there are street style uh, organizations in Denmark, mm-hmm. uh, but most of them are NGOs, and uh, since they're NGOs, they cannot uh, provide this frequent uh, amount of football that uh, normally we are doing. So uh, they do it uh, also for for the community. But since it's NGO, you know they they need people. Of course, they need resources to make it happen. Um, so I can imagine it's uh, uh, we have some some other uh, organizations who are dealing with it but the, the difference uh, between uh, them and us as Siamo Street is that we are something in the middle between an NGO and uh, business mm-hmm. so we have um, kind of a plan behind uh, our our project um, and um, yeah and then there's a big part which is community that's something we're uh, of course uh, concerned about that's I think that's uh, people is the main uh, point in the in the project money is uh, something that's secondary of course we are uh, we want as as we mentioned before we want to make money out of football and uh, if we do everything um, correctly i can imagine us uh, having a, a stable salary and uh, still being uh, this kind of a community builders not like a um, soulless uh, machine which is just earning money it's a uh, yeah it's a uh, it's a business with the soul with the heart Okay, nicely put. But I don't know, I just had this impression that in Denmark that's not really a common thing that you that you are propagating. Because I but maybe it's actually also the times that has changed. I remember when I was a kid, you know, there were so many kids on the streets doing different things, playing football. That was usually the boys, I will not lie you know in Poland that's how it was but you were playing outside and here you rarely see kids playing outside maybe on a playground when they are really little until they are I don't know five six seven and then they usually well sit with their tablets or or play video games Mm. so that's why I was wondering if uh, if that would be something if you would feel that what you are providing here it's something new because when i was looking at your uh, facebook at your presentations i had a feeling my god this is so fresh you know ghetto fresh yeah. you know something that is not danish that mm. that w- uh, maybe that's a bad I, uh, I think that's that's the new thing that mm-hmm. it's english english okay. international, international. It's international. based mm-hmm. we okay. and we understand that as we belong here or we are here and uh, i think everybody wants to feel part of of where they are mm-hmm. so Fe- if we use belonging yeah we use english that is what everybody knows uh, it is the first tool and the first um, welcoming aspect of of the community that will bring people if you are trying to bring internationals together with danes through Danish, that's going to be like much, much harder. So I think that's the really fresh thing that, that we are trying to do. You know, we are internationals ourselves and uh, we feel this this necessity and uh, need of someone's or someone's <laughs> of other people yeah. or even us before uh, of yeah trying to integrate. And football is a social, really nice tool that provides you with that opportunity to, to mm-hmm. realize this action. Okay, so the community is open for everyone, yes, international exactly. and Danes. Exactly. What would you say is the percentage of international versus Danes in Siamo tournaments and, and events? 
Um, I could say it's very diverse right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we started with uh, with Latin players uh, only, so it, was, it's, it, it all has started uh, with the WhatsApp group of. Uh, so it was one hundred percent Latin. Latin or Latvian? Uh, Latin. 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 Okay. But Latvians are Latin, Latin too, man. Latin people playing in dock. Yeah. In February. Yeah. That's, oh. that's Where have you seen that? Yes. Nowhere, man. In actually, Denmark. nowhere. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. That was our one of our first events, and uh, actually, it was uh, uh, fully uh, filled with uh, Latin players. But right now, in th- February. Yeah, in, in Denmark. February. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how committed we uh, we were. And they were quite and committed. They were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were quite committed, which we really appreciate. Uh, also, huge uh, <laughs> shout, shout out. out. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Okay. To our Latin Today's yes, uh, no program yeah. is sponsored by Award. Shout out. Yes. Okay. All right, yeah, let's yeah. go. I see we have a uh, few minutes left, so I want. Uh, no, I it's it's perfectly fine, guys. I already like uh, say said goodbye to my whole set of questions like <laughs> 15 minutes ago. We had a really we have a really great conversation and there will be three things I will need to ask you yeah. about so don't worry I will I will get it from you so um, can, can I mention something yeah, that sure. you, you made the question before and yeah. if everybody is invited and yeah. especially you mentioned the girls the, I, the girls, that's what women, I wanted to ask women, yeah. yeah exactly everybody is invited and we try to uh, keep this yeah open for anybody anybody we actually did have uh, women uh, mm-hmm. participating in in our events they are usually the minority but we are also actually um <laughs> with the plan of collaborating with a uh, with another organization that actually they are really committed to involving and bringing women into the football game you know breaking okay. with this barrier is that a uh, danish or international yes. that's uh, danish that's it's danish. called uh, street society uh, yeah. Okay, and if the girls are coming, are they mixed with the guys, or are they playing uh, only them? Fem- them, they do it w- only girls. Uh, uh, but, you, but you yeah. are uh, we're mixing. mixing. Yeah, we're mixing. Great. Yeah. And uh, the part of the collaboration that we are talking about is that we agreed with them to create uh, two similar events exclusively for for girls and for women. One in Copenhagen and one in Aarhus. So uh, stay tuned, and hopefully after Corona restrictions yeah. are over, we can proceed to that. Okay, so basically. I will still try to push you for that. <laughs> Percentage international yes. versus Danes okay. on average. Just give me okay. an average since Yamosti. 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Girls and boys percentage. No, no mostly. mostly no, no, yeah, bo- 98% bo- no, 95, yeah, 95 yeah. to 5. Yeah. Ladies, listen to me very carefully. There is a very cool street <laughs> sport organization in Aarhus. And there will be 98% of cool sport sporty guys handsome. there handsome sometimes <laughs> handsome sometimes wearing shorts <laughs> running around and you will be treated like pre- no but i actually think it would be uh, jokes aside but really i think some girls would just come to maybe meet mm-hmm. someone yeah, yeah. but gir- uh, jokes aside i think that uh, it's great that you are open and that you are actually mixing because I would imagine that uh, if a girl would like to join, she would think, oh, I probably have to get four other girls mm. because, you know, it's uh, uh, five people in a team and stuff like this. Well, I guess that's not a problem. No. And uh-huh. I assume also you are probably dividing people in some levels. So if someone never played, will not be thrown with professionals, right? Um, well, actually, uh, it's also really the. Diff- 
different from uh, what type of event they're participating. Uh, we're having one event type called Friendly Match, which is free of charge, and we're just building it for the community. We're spending our time just to make uh, an event happening for, for people. And that's I think that's the best uh, event to participate for girls, at least to try uh, the events of Siamo Street, because we uh, randomly divide the teams, so uh, nobody is left out, like there won't be a, a last person to be chosen. There will always be random teams, and uh, yeah, the spirit uh, is great when, when it's done like this. Yep. Yeah, that is, you are reading my mind, Max, because I was looking at your uh, three different type of, of, of offers that you have. Mm. So you have the friendly uh, matches, which are mm. for free, yes. and they are for everyone. And uh, by the way, where can people find information? That will be on your uh, Facebook Face profile. Yes, Facebook. Siamo Street. Guys, you will get this link in the show notes of this episode. So it will be on the fiveoptions.com, five as a number. In this episode, you will have all the links how to actually find Siamo Street, but I think it's actually quite easy. Mm. By the way, Siamo is, is it from Italian? Yeah. Siamo? Uh, yes. We are. We are. It means we are. So it's Siamo Street, so it's super easy to find. It actually really is super easy to find because I looked, looked it up. So that is the free option that anyone can join. Yeah. Then you also have one day tournaments mm -hmm. and football festivals. Can you tell us shortly about those two? Uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty much uh, similar events. Uh, they are different in scaling. So one mm -hmm. day tournament is uh, a turn, just a tournament where we have the teams participating, where players uh, pay the participation fee, and they uh, play the organized football event where we have uh, such features as uh, sometimes we are taking recording the video and cutting the highlights. We are taking the pictures of each event, and then we are giving the prizes for for the winners. And uh, the difference between one day tournament and festival is that festivals just have uh, higher uh, um, scale, like bigger investments, we have more features involving in the festival. So festival is uh, giving a bunch of football activities. So not only uh, uh, typical football, we also have uh, football contests, something like football tennis, uh, juggling contest, and uh, different uh, varieties of uh, football activities. Also, we have a DJ present on our festival, so entertain the crowd. Uh, Boom! Yes. Yeah. Nice! Yeah. 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 Do you the sell choripan? I <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah, Coming cool. Soon. Coming Thank soon. you. The okay. way the way yeah. you it, to, to make it easier, you can look at this is friendly matches. You we were talking about people, you know, joining for sociable things, having a blast and nice time. That's mm -hmm. friendly matches. Then with if you are a guy that is interested in competitive things, mm -hmm. you have the one day tournament, and then you have the festivals where you can. We try to mix both, uh, yeah, goals or competitive I, and fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, where you uh, unite a crowd behind, you know, this competitive football and give them other social uh, activities so that they can meet new people, entertain themselves, you know, and it's this mixture of. Okay. Do I have to sign up for the friendly match or do I just show up? Uh, yeah, uh, it's the best if you sign up. So please, guys, if you are willing to enter uh, to come and join our uh, beautiful and wonderful community that welcomes everyone, uh, please uh, let us know uh, that you are coming for the event. And with one day tournaments, do I have to sign up with yes. a team? Or I'm signing up mm. and you will put me in a team. That's exactly what we're going to do. So you can either play in a team, either you come alone or with a friend and we will match you with uh, other team. Can the whole team sign up? Like if yes, I have yes. the five guys? Yes, exactly. Okay. And how many? Okay. So it's five people in one. 
Okay, that actually sounds quite simple, guys. Mm-hmm. It is. It so is uh, for for you, it just necessarily if uh, you uh, either you have a friend to play, uh, either you don't. You just need to come, uh, bring your shoes, and play. We do everything for you uh, in this in this sense. This is awesome. I think we are almost landing at the end of this interview, and I cannot believe that it went so fast because I had so much more questions. <laughs> Last question and half a minute answer. What now? We have a lockdown. Do you still have something to offer? Uh, yeah, actually, we're working on a program. If to fit it in se- 30 seconds, um, we're trying to adapt it uh, for the 10 people uh, uh, requirement. Uh, uh, requirement, yes. And we are planning to do uh, something called a football triathlon. That's if we we can say uh, say it like this. Uh, it would involve uh, three different or four different uh, football activities, uh, which is not football because we want to make it easy and uh, and safe for the people to uh, to secure their social distancing and uh, still have this football activity. So it would involve uh, football tennis, it would involve uh, maybe football uh, uh, bowling and uh, shooting uh, like the shooting the objects like the standing or moving objects uh, with your team. So basically it would be two teams on one field uh, controlled by one of the people who is going to make the event for uh, yeah. And that's how we keep our community interacting all the time. Yes. Thank you very much, guys, and I hope you liked it.